The Major League University Developmental Podcast, educating and equipping athletes through the mental side of the game. Are you ready to take your game to the next level? Welcome to the Major League University Developmental Podcast. I am your host, Austin Byler, and today a very special guest, Chicago White Sox right-handed pitcher, Ryan Burr. This dude went to ASU, played there for three years, set the single or the school record for saves overall with 38, played on Team USA, Golden Spikes watch list, fifth round draft pick by the Arizona Diamondbacks, and now he is up in the big leagues with the White Sox. Um, just an incredible dude, amazing teammate of mine, and, and being from Arizona, being able to just kind of hear how impactful he was in that state at the ASU when he was there was pretty cool to see. So doing big things now, man. I'm excited to have you on the show, Burr. Thanks for having me, dude. I'm pumped to be here with you. Absolutely, man. Well, cool, dude. Let's kick it off, kind of get into the, the season. I know we just kind of watched that home run derby, man. How was, uh, how is it seeing some of these these guys that you're facing on an everyday basis in the home run derby? Is that pretty dude, crazy? It, it is. It's so crazy, but so fun to watch, man. It's, um, it just shows, you know, this youth movement that's coming through right now. It's just the talent is so deep everywhere, you know, in both leagues, pitching and hitting. Uh, especially tonight, we saw Vladdy Jr. just go dumb and he lost. You know, he hit whatever 80 home runs tonight, and he loses to Pete Alonso, another rookie. So it's cool. You know, I've had a chance to face Vladdy. Um, I met Pete Alonso this past off season at the uh, rookie development uh, program series, um, and I've known Alex Bregman my whole life. So I'm, and I played with Matt Chapman actually on Team USA. Um, so it's so cool, man. It's uh, it's hard to explain. You know, it's it's pretty surreal to be. You know, sitting here watching it at home, and you know, knowing I'm, I'm going, up, I'm going up uh, against those guys every night um, during the season. So it's pretty cool. It's uh, it's really surreal, though, man. It's, it's crazy. It's an incredible story, and we'll get into your story here in a minute. But just like seeing some of these dudes' stories is like a Bregman, like how much he donates to charities, and just seeing good people doing good things. Alonzo really was counted out, and and now he's in that situation wins the home run derby you see the youth movement like you talk about dude i remember seeing the kind of the team usa that you were on and a lot of those dudes are like making a huge impact in the league right now as you mentioned matt chapman a couple other guys on that team how cool is it to just be a part of team usa and and be able to uh kind of be a part of that fraternity man uh i gotta tell you it's playing with usa on your chest is like nothing else i've experienced um like you said, it really is a brotherhood because, you know, you're traveling around the world with this group of guys, you know, you're with each other every single day. Um, and it's just an, you know, an incredible honor to, to be selected to play on a team with, you know, such amazing talent all around. You know, I, when I went, I went, um, showed up and, you know, I felt out of place. I, I didn't really, you know, I felt like I belonged, but it was still like it was pretty eye opening to see the amount of talent um, on this team. Um, and it's, it was just so much fun, dude. It's just an incredible group of guys just wanted to have fun, win, play for their country. Uh, as of right now, it's it's definitely one of my best baseball experiences. Dude, and this is coming. This is a guy feeling out of place who's chucking 95 from the right side, just chucking BBs, man. And that's a hidden BB too. That thing is a heavy <laughs> baseball, and it is not easy to hit. Let me tell you firsthand. So that's pretty crazy, man. Being able to kind of just witness that support in your teammates, and, and those are lifelong friends, as you mentioned. And it's cool to just be able to grow with those guys, man. And now you're on that same level in the in the MLB. But honestly, knowing your story at a personal level, man. It's, it hasn't always been like that, and I think from the outside looking in, you can say, wow, these guys get there so easy, or they've always had everything given to them, but 
They really haven't, man. So take us through right. our story a little bit, you know, through kind of in high school and the college and then obviously professional baseball, man. Take us through that. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I, uh, I grew up in uh, Denver, Colorado. So, you know, coming, coming from a cold weather state, uh, you know, back, back when I was in high school, I graduated in 2012. Um, you know, there, there wasn't a lot of, you know, there wasn't a lot of guys getting chances to go to big D ones, um, out of Colorado. So, uh, when I had an opportunity to go to Arizona state, uh, you know, I was, and it was a no brainer. It was my dream school. Um, my grandparents lived in Arizona. So, you know, we would come down and visit them during spring break. And every time we came down, my dad would take me to an ASU baseball game. And I just, I just fell in love with the place, man. And I just, it, you know, I came down, you know, the recruiting class was great. I came in with a bunch of guys that will be lifelong friends of mine. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I came into Arizona State and I really, you know, knowing what to expect. Uh, you know, every everybody uh, is kind of the big fish of their area, you know, coming into college. And so it's it's kind of, it's, it's hard to try and find your place among, you know, all the guys that came in with you, not to mention, you know, everybody that's, you know, the upperclassmen, the juniors, the seniors. Um, so it's, it's kind of a tough transition. Um, but, you know, I, I, I fell in love with the school, man, and I had the best time of my life. Um, you know, my freshman year, I didn't really know if I was going to pitch much. Um, and then I ended up getting thrown in the first night, first night of the season. Jeez. I think, I I think so this is a funny story. Um, so my parents – uh, you know, they were gonna, they were gonna come in, uh, for that first, first series, but they couldn't make it until Saturday. Cause they didn't think I was going to pitch until, you know, Saturday or Sunday, you know, pretty standard that the freshmen don't really pitch, you know, until later in the weekend. Right. So I come in and I make my debut, um, at ASU <laughs> and my parents missed it because they didn't think I would pitch. Uh, <laughs> I, came in no I got the save. And then after that, man, I just, uh, just kind of ran with it and came super comfortable in the back end of the bullpen. And, um, you know, the rest is history. You know, I had just, I just can't speak about how much fun I had at college and, uh, how much it helped me grow as a person, you know, not only as baseball goes, you know, you, you learn how to play the game a different way, but, you know, just being on your own for the first time, uh, it's, it's a tough transition, like I said, but it's, you know, it's part of life that helped me grow up, helped me become a man, you know, um, College is, is where you you know you fall in love for the first time. You get your heart broken for the first time. It's you know it's a crazy time in your life. But man, I, I like I said, I just had the best time of my life there, and um, I wouldn't wouldn't trade it for a day. Dude, no, just like being able to go to a school like that, and like you said, being from Colorado, um, smaller towns, like it's not it's not normal for guys to really go to a big D one, especially out of Colorado, you know, and right. to be able to do that. And then like you said, and your parents missing that, that opening save the first of yeah. many there. It was, I, mean, oh, man. I, I couldn't <laughs> believe it. You know, I mean, I was warming up and I was like, am I really about to pitch, you know, the first game, you know, ever first game of the season, Friday night, it was, uh, it was so much fun though, man. I just, I'll never forget that adrenaline rush. And, uh, you know, it was kind of like, after that, I just wanted to keep chasing that high, you know, the high pressure situations were so much fun, dude. I can't even put it, put it into words, the feeling you get, you know, the rush of being out there, you know, in the ninth inning in a close game, trying to close it out. Yeah, man. How is that? Touch on that for a little bit. I mean, you're coming in as a closer and, and now maybe your role, 
you kind of got to shift it around. Um, obviously, now in the big leagues, right. kind of finding your space, finding your roles. But like, you're the dude, man. And how? What kind of type of like mentality does that take to come into a game, be prepared to just shut the door? Like it's thunderstruck. Like you're getting in it, and you're trying to win the game for the squad, man. How, what kind of mentality does that take? I don't. I don't know. You know, really, where it came from. But you know, when I went out there for that that first time, I. I like I said, that adrenaline rush, it just, it just, I could feel it pumping through my veins, man. I don't know how to explain it, but it was a feeling that I just fell in love with. And the more I felt it, the more I wanted. And that was kind of the fuel, honestly. Like I would go out there and just be so jacked up out of my mind, knowing all I wanted to do was, you know, punch out the side and get the dub and get out of there. You know what I mean? Um, but the mentality kind of grew um, as my career kept going you know my freshman year it started out as kind of a you know they just threw me in that spot and it went well and you know I I didn't really know how to do it at first you know I didn't really know what to expect I was just kind of thrown into it you know I was a starting pitcher in high school um but yeah I think the mentality just began it it, it began you know my confidence built and that was the biggest thing man. I was having that confidence you know I felt that you know I was in the bullpen in the seventh inning, you know, hoping and praying it was going to be a safe situation so I could get out there and, you know, do my thing. Um, and it became, you know, to a point where I just, I, I, I felt unstoppable. Um, you know, I wasn't unstoppable by any means. You know, I still gave, you know, blew a save here and there, gave up runs, whatever, you know, had bad outings. But just that base confidence that I had deep down, you know, it carried me through the thick and the thin. And uh, just just kind of turned into a bulldog on the mountain. You know, that's what people started to say, and uh, that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be, you know, the big mean dude that came in at the end of the day and threw fastballs right by you. Dude, the old school mentality right there, chucking heaters past the hitters, uh, coming in, shutting doors, man. But you talk about the big mean dude. You're probably the nicest guy I've ever met, man, with the kindest <laughs> heart. <laughs> you know, so I mean, dude, it's it's you just you got to have that that switch, you know. Um, there's a time and a place for everything. You know, everybody, everybody that you know we played with called me the panda bear. But you know, when when I was on the mound, I think it was it was a little bit more intense. You know, it was trying to get the job done. Um, and, and do is I miss I miss being you know I miss being the back end guy. It's it's so much fun. Absolutely, man. I'm sure at some point in your career, man, you're going to get there hopefully sooner than later. Just knowing who you are and your work ethic, man, and, and kind of your mentality on the mound. It's it's not normal in, in a good way, obviously. And just seeing that, man, I'm excited for you here going forward. I so, I appreciate it, dude. Dude, let's just get into kind of the professional baseball a little bit, man. I mean, right. it didn't always go exactly how you wanted. Obviously, you were a pretty high-round draft pick, um, very highly touted out of college, had an amazing career like we've touched on. But it didn't go your way necessarily in professional baseball and still kind of some things happen up where you get that adversity, man. How is it? How has it been in professional baseball? How much does it mean to you to finally get that opportunity to show what you have on the biggest stage in the nation and to be able to just kind of go do what you love, man, on an everyday basis? Oh, dude, it's it's such a crazy ride. It's ups and downs and peaks and valleys all the time. Um, you know, I, I I've had a lot of injuries. Um, unfortunately, I mean, I wouldn't say a lot. I've had two major injuries and a couple of nicks and nabs here and there, but um, it's tough. I'm not going to lie. It's tough. You know, I had hip surgery 
2016, the year after I got drafted. Um, I basically missed all of 2016. Didn't really know, you know, where I stood with the team. Uh, you know, things weren't going great. They weren't looking up. I didn't pitch all year. Um, and then I, you know, I had that off season of 2016, 2017. I kind of just sat myself down and, um, you know, I really just kind of looked myself in the mirror and, you know, thought about what this game meant to me and um, how much I loved it and how much, you know, I wanted to achieve my dream of making it to the major leagues. And uh, that 2017 season, um, I started off kind of slow, actually. But then uh, I don't know what happened. I just kind of, you know, locked it in and um, made it up to high A after the All-Star break. And uh, I, so I put myself in a good position. I was pitching really well. And it just so happened I get a call one morning, you know, I get traded to the White Sox out of nowhere. You know, no heads up, no this, no idea. Uh, and that experience, it was crazy, you know. Uh, I felt... I felt, you know, I felt scared. I didn't know what to expect. You know, I grew up with the Diamondbacks. Well, I didn't grow up, but I got drafted by the Diamondbacks. That's all I knew. All my friends were on the Diamondbacks. I didn't know anybody with the White Sox. You know, I had traveled from California all the way to North Carolina to join my new team. And it was, uh, it was a whirlwind. It was crazy. You know, my family was all over the place, you know, just trying to call everybody, let them know I just got traded. Um, it was a whirlwind for sure. But it was, I think, in my opinion, it was the best thing that happened to me in my baseball career. It was, you know, it opened up a door that, you know, might not have been there with the Diamondbacks. And uh, I'm so thankful I got that opportunity, you know, with the White Sox, you know, led to, you know, my major league debut last year. And um, coming in this offseason, you know, I worked really hard and went to big league spring training and, you know, won a job out of, out of camp and had my first opening day experience. And, uh, you know, I pitched pretty well this year, the first couple of months, you know, it was a little up and down, but I think I rattled off a pretty good month of May. And then, uh, unfortunately, um, the elbow thing happened. Um, so here I am, you know, kind of back facing that adversity again. So uh, I look at it as a challenge, but, man, I, I know I know I love this game. I know I'm dedicated. I know, you know, I have the right mindset to get, to get back from this, you know, be even stronger um, and just be ready to get back and help this team, man. That's all I want to do is just get back and help these guys win. Spot on, man. And you guys have an exciting group of young young players, man. A couple of our good friends, uh, Aaron Bummer, and just a few other guys on that team who are really having incredible years. And it's cool to see, man, just that young crop of athletes growing up together and molding together. I mean, you guys only have a couple dudes over 30 years old. It's pretty incredible what that team is still doing with that young of a roster. And you mentioned earlier kind of that young crop of talent. It's really this cool new wave in the MLB, and I think it's super exciting for fans, for athletes, for coaches of all of all types to really be able to watch this and, and just see the new wave of baseball happen before our eyes, man. And you mentioned that adversity, and I think any time that we're going through our lives or in our careers or coaches, players, whatever it may be, we're going to face some sort of adversity, whether that's an injury or whether it's getting released or, or sent down or whatever that may be. And to be able to look yourself in the mirror, have the self-awareness, to, to really sit yourself down and be like, look, this is how much this game means to me. This is how much this has meant to my life, my career, and everything I want to achieve, and I'm going to make it. Like You told yourself, I'm going to do this. This is what I need to do to do this, and I think that's just an incredible amount of maturity on your part, man, to be able to do that and, and kind of just do catapult your career right there. You put yourself in a great position, man. I'm super excited for you. Um, now, what's like... I appreciate it. 
Now you go, so you mentioned the off season. You put yourself in a really good position to to go into spring training and win a job. What changed in the off season, and kind of what does that training regimen look like for a professional pitcher? Well, I mean, so last year I get called up, you know, and I make my debut uh, August twenty second. I'm up there for the rest of the season, and uh, it didn't really go very well, to be honest. You know, I got I got hit around. I was walking guys. I wasn't pitching very well. Um, you know, I, I let the moment kind of take over my mind and, um, you know, I, I was really green and wide eyed. I mean, it's, it's a crazy experience, um, being in a, in a big league game. Um, you know, you, you put a lot of pressure on yourself when you don't need to, you get up there and you try and do more instead of doing what got you there. And I, I, I had a problem, you know, uh, dealing with that last year. Um, so this off, off season, you know, I just, I just knew it was this opportunity uh, especially with the team that we had, you know, that if I came into camp and um, pitched the way I knew I could, I had a chance. So this offseason, I mean, I just uh, – I try to just buckle down and uh, put the work in. Uh, it, the, big, the bigger thing was just the mentality, too, is uh, knowing that I've been there before and knowing kind of what to expect, that helped so much going into spring training. Uh, I can't even ex- express how big this, you know, this uh, experience in spring training was for me because – it was my first big league spring training this year after already being a big leaguer. So I didn't have that chance last year at all. So I didn't know any of the coaches, any of the big leaguers, really. I didn't know how anything worked. Um, so like I said, I just I kind of let the moment, you know, get the best of me. But coming in this year, I knew what to expect a little bit, and that helped me so much. Yeah, man, you're able to kind of just have a more of a feel for it, you know, and you feel a little more comfortable, kind of helps you get your feet wet a little bit. I think that was a big – uh, just a big moment for you, at least getting that little glimpse of pitching in the big leagues, understanding what it takes right. to be there, kind of seeing. Absolutely, and, and you, you you get a taste of it, and it's it's all you want. It's it's everything, you know. It's people always ask, you know, what what is it like to be in the big leagues? And you know, everybody has like this this thought in their mind, you know, what they think they you know they see it every night when they're in bed you know dreaming about it and i can tell you it is that and everything and it's, it's more too it's 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 so crazy man it's the coolest thing i've ever done and i just feel so lucky uh to be to be able to do what i do and had to have the opportunities that i've had um but like i said you know you have that taste and now now i have it in my mouth and all i want is to get it back so that's that's kind of the driving force behind um, going through this rehab process too. Thank you guys for tuning in to the MLU Developmental Podcast. Just want to give a quick TV timeout to a couple of our sponsors. First and foremost, the Positive Vibe Movement. These guys are truly amazing. It's raising awareness for mental health all across the world in all aspects of life. Whatever your walk is, whatever you are experiencing, you are not alone. Go check these guys out. They have amazing gear and just an amazing message for the world at thepositivevibemovement.com. You can use code BILER to receive a discount on your next order. And then let's check out harmonybats.com. These guys are truly incredible individuals with an amazing purpose in this world to bring and inspire youth athletes all across the world. They've got some great apparel, uh, some great gloves, bats, all the above. Go check them out at harmonybats.com. Use code MLU to receive a discount on your next order. And did you know you wanted to do this from a young age, or, or was there a specific time when it really clicked, like, okay, I, I know I want to do this and, and pitch in the big leagues for the rest of my life uh, at a young age even? I mean, you know, I was like everybody else, you know, as a kid. You, you want to be in the big leagues, you know. Um, but, you know, I think once I kind of got – 
so I got drafted out of high school and I didn't sign. So once, once you know, that senior year happened and, you know, there's talk about me getting drafted, that's when I kind of really, when it really hit me, you know, I have an opportunity here to, to really, you know, accomplish everything I want to accomplish. Um, so that was a really cool feeling. And, you know, once, once that happened, then, you know, that was, that was all I wanted. That was my goal. And uh, it's, it's such an amazing feeling to, to know that, you know, I accomplished what I set out to, uh, to accomplish. Oh, and so much more here in the future, man. So something we like to talk about a lot with, with Major League University, something that I'm doing now, man, is the mental side of the game. Uh, I think a lot like for you going through the process in pro ball, you get to see a lot of the good, a lot of the bad and the ugly. And you also see how people can respond to different situations, adversity, like you're facing yourself and how the mental side can really make or break some of the best athletes in the world. And I think it's the key separator that mentality side of the game between double A AA and triple A and the big leagues. And I think it's something that could really set those guys apart at that level. And I believe that a lot of athletes need to learn this at a younger age, because at least for me on my part, man, if I would have known maybe how to control my breath or how to develop a routine or just something more in high school, I would have been a little more prepared for college. And then, Hey, who knows? Maybe that sets you up on a better foot for life. So how important yeah, man, how, how important is the mental side of the game, especially at that level where you're at? Uh, it's it's everything. It's it's more than the physical. Um, you know, th- there's guys that are in rookie ball that physically could be a big leaguer. Um, but that you're right. That's that's the separator. That's, you know, that's what they call the sixth tool is the mindset. Um, and it's everything, man. It's it's such a grind. It's so hard to, to go play, you know, 100 and – whatever you play in the minor leagues, 120, 130 games, and you're, you're taking a bus after games and sleeping in a Motel 6 and you're living in a room with five other guys. You know, it's, it's, hard, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, hard, it's hard to see, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel, but um, you just got to, you know, it's such a cliche and it's so true, though. You got you to trust the process. That's the, And it's so easy, so easy to say and so hard to do, but that's the biggest thing, man. You see these big leaguers. Every single day, it doesn't matter, you know, if they're if they're slumping, if they're hitting 500, whatever the case may be, they're they're the same guy every single day. They stick to their routine, you know. They're always controlling their breathing. They're always finding, you know, that headspace to be in during the game, put them at, you know, that optimum, you know, level of performance. Um, and it doesn't happen overnight. You know, these are things that you learn as you play. It's 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 not something that you can just you know, it's not like you can just read a book and automatically now you know what you're doing. It's it's it takes a little bit of experience, but having a guideline of or, or like a roadmap to kind of help guide you is huge. Um, but yeah, it's it's so fun to watch these guys work. Um, it inspires me to you know to work more harder. You know, be there later, get there earlier. You know, I'm surrounded in a clubhouse of guys that want to outwork each other. They want to be the hardest working guy on the team. So. It breeds, you know, a lot of competition within the clubhouse, and that's it's great for the team. It's great for everybody involved. Yeah, you think about it, and you're really with, like, the alpha males of society. Like, I'm pretty sure the stats, less than 1% of anybody that plays baseball ever gets a chance to play professionally, let alone in the MLB. I mean, that's just – that's mind-blowing to me in, in general. But you're with the alpha males of – professional baseball the best of the best and it's not always the most talented but the most driven consistent which is the key to everything i think in life really is consistency right is that consistency is everything man it's it's you you see it you see you see guys with so much talent you know there's there's probably 
50 or 60 guys alone in the minor leagues that are throwing 100 miles an hour right now. But, you know, there's there's a reason that they're not at you know at the highest level it's it's because they haven't figured out yet you know how to control their body and be consistent every day um but like i said that's the biggest part of the routine you know it helps you stay consistent you know you fall back on it when you're struggling or you keep doing it when you're doing well and it just keeps you even keeled it keeps you keeps you focused on the process keeps you uh focused at the light at the end of the tunnel keeps focused on what you're trying to accomplish Burr, what is your process like to kind of say you're you're in the middle of a big game, bottom of the eighth, whatever, two outs, second and third, one run game. You're on the mound. It gets a little hectic. Say you're in Wrigley Field, so it's not the bot or it is the bottom inning. So say you're in Wrigley Field, man. That's a crazy experience right there. I'm sure. How do you get back to being yourself, and what process do you use to get to that point? Maybe a routine or, or whatever that may be. Uh, for me, everything comes from my breath. Uh, if I can control my breathing, I can control my body. And if I can control my body, I can execute my pitches. So for me, it's all about, you know, I, I, I have a few other little mental cues um, on the mound. Um, but if I'm struggling or if I'm in a big situation, I'll usually step off. I usually try and find, you know, something to look at throughout the game. So if I need a second to step off, I can look back at it and reset everything, refocus get back on the mound, take a nice uh, big deep breath, try and empty my body of all the stress, you know, get my sign, and then just execute. And uh, just try and do that every single pitch. Finding that focal point, man, slowing the game down. Your your breath is so important. I think a lot, of, a lot of people, do they underestimate it, don't they? I mean, I use personally use meditation every single day and in college I used the visualization and meditation and it really helped and for some reason just kind of got out of that routine in pro ball and I think that implementing something where you can come back to your breath focus on it it really changes your whole your whole mindset and it's an easy tool that's free man nobody's charging you for this tool you don't have to go pay an IFO membership or whatever it is I mean it's a free tool that we can all use to better our lives and I think that's just a great piece of wisdom, man, for any athletes out there, coaches listening to this, to teach to their like to their athletes or teach to their family members about, hey, look, no matter what's going on in your life, we can always come back to our breath. No matter how chaotic the outside may seem, we can always come back to what's inside of us. So, Burr, man, before I ask you your last question, man, I want tell these guys where they can find you on social media. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I think my Instagram is Ryan Burr 303 and my Twitter is Ryan Burr ASU. You can follow me on both of those. Awesome, man. Great follow, of course. I mean, you got some great stuff going on. Always exciting to just hear from you, man. So, dude, dude, I, miss, of, I miss seeing you, man. Dude, I know, man. I wish we were still together, grinding it out. But hey, man, back in the offseason, we'll be able to kick it again and, and kind of reconnect, man. And, and I'll be For out sure. there hopefully uh, this weekend against Oakland. So, that'd be cool to see that as well. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So, so Burr, last question for you, man. What's one piece of advice for any aspiring athletes out there, maybe a kid that's in high school right now struggling to find his command or just to find himself? What's a piece of advice that you wish you had uh, at a younger age for these youth athletes? Oh, that's it's such a tough question, man. There's so much. Um, but I, w- I would just say the biggest thing is, you know, you get you get out of it what you put in, and in, in everything in life, baseball, school, relationships, 
uh, whatever whatever it may be. Um, so if, if you go into anything and you put abs- your absolute best effort into it and work harder than anybody else around you, you're going to put yourself in a great situation. It doesn't always mean that things are just going to be easy and you're just going to automatically be a big leaguer, but you're going to put yourself in such a great position. Um, sweat equity is everything, man. It's, it's literally it's what it comes down to. You know, you got to understand that your body is your asset. Um, they're paying us so much money to go play this game. Literally, all we have to do is take care of our bodies and perform on the field. Uh, so my thing, you know, after being hurt a couple times, I wish I could go back and just put more time in and build a bit uh, better strength foundation. Um, you know, just for myself, I could have worked harder. You know, and that's what it comes down to. I wish I would have worked harder when I was younger because it catches up with you later. Even though you know I've I've worked very hard the past couple of years. Um, so that'd be my biggest thing, man. Is just just go out and work, 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 and just enjoy what you do. Love what you do. This game is a grind. It's a game of failure. You got to find a way to love it each and every day. Um, so yeah, that that would be my my biggest piece of advice. Incredible, man. I know. Remember uh, at one of our spring training little uh, meetings there that the kickoff. I remember Shelly Duncan, uh, one of our former managers, saying, "Embrace the suck," and it was something that stuck with me because he's a hilarious dude, and you obviously kind of laugh at first, but then you think about it and reflect and. There's a lot of times where it's going to suck. You're going to get beat up. You're going to get hit. You're going to get crushed, moved around. Things outside of your control are going to happen, but you've got to embrace each moment that you have on the field, kind of like you're doing right now, and a lot of those guys are doing at that level. So, Burr, thanks so much for coming on this show, man. Super pumped to have you. Excited for your career, man. You're going to be healthy soon and excited for what you got coming next year, my man. Absolutely, dude. It was a pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed. You can find more of these at MajorLeagueUniversity.com slash podcasts or SoundCloud.com slash MajorLeagueUniversity. Check us out on Instagram at MajorLeagueUniversity. DM us. Let us know how we can improve any guests you want to see and give us your feedback. Peace.